Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nope. It's Bobby the Boomer. Bobby the Boomer. Here's Bobby. Well, hello, this is Bobby the Boomer, Baby Boomer's buddy, your buddy, coming to you from my mobile studio in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I guess somebody flipped around with the old thermostat again. My mobile studio temperature gauge is saying 67 degrees Fahrenheit. I ain't complaining about that because the sun is up. And uh, we're doing good today. How about you? How are you doing where you're at? I spoke to some folks in Massachusetts the other day, and it's cold up there. And it's cold in Philly, where I used to be kind of chilly in Philly. I used to like saying that. And out in California, even. How about that? They're even cold there. So I don't know what's going on. I I hear tell we're going to get cold again. But then, you know, it is February. Well, it's going to be March. In a little blink of an eye. Uh, by the time you hear this, it will be March. So welcome to March. In like a lion, out like a lamb. Isn't that how it goes? Hey, today's title of the episode is OCD. Some folks term OCD as obsessive compulsive disorder. I think folks with that have gotten a bad rap. I've been accused of having OCD myself. If you remember the old TV series they had, Monk, about a police officer turned private detective that could solve any mystery because of his detailed orientation, everybody said he was OCD, and I reckon that's how they portrayed him. But he was a brilliant man, and super detailed, and he would say it's a blessing and it's a curse. And I want to get into that a little bit. More of the blessing than the curses, I guess, because I do have OCD tendencies. I'm not full-blown like Monk. Monk was in a way to where he had the disorder to where he just couldn't let it go. If he saw something out of line, he had to get it in line no matter what. Now, you know, there's things like when you park your car and it's just not right, so you keep backing up, going forward, backing up, going forward, till you get it just right. Or maybe y'all don't do that. Uh, but I have. Or you lock your car, <laughs> walk away, and then you push the button again to see if you locked your car. And you walk back one more time to shake the door. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. You ever do that? Or you lock your door and then you check it again. I think I got my OCD for locking doors from my Uncle Sam because when I was in boot camp, somebody broke into my footlocker and they stole my money. And I know I was broken into because I had money and then I didn't have money and something would happen. They could hit the those combination locks. Remember them combination locks? You could hit them with something hard. We had a little brush we would brush the floors with. They would hit it real hard and it would open it. And you could lock it back up again, but it would mess up the locking mechanism where the combination would not work and you couldn't open it. And I couldn't open it. So I went to my drill instructor and they busted it open, found out 20 bucks was missing, so they didn't want to get in trouble having a thief them in the, our platoon. So they got a hold of me, my drill sergeants, like they like to do. They circled around me and told me, said, you didn't have your foot locker busted open. You didn't have your lock busted and you didn't get robbed. You just forgot your combination and you lost your money. That's what happened. They must have worked on me 
for over an hour until I believed what they said. And to tell you how easy it is to get brainwashed with old Uncle Sam and how effective they are, here I am, 66 years old, and I'm still checking my locks to make sure I locked them because I think I didn't lock them. Yeah. <laughs> how about that? So they're pretty good at that there. I'm going to change the acronym because they call it Obsessive Compulsive Disorder. I am going to rename it for the benefit of my fellow OCDers or folks that are having some of those tendencies. And I'm going to call it One Clearly Deliberate. Yes, OCD, One Clearly Deliberate. Because I'm going to tell you something that maybe y'all regular folks don't believe. People that are OCD, we are very deliberate or we have the tendencies. We're very picky. We might be called perfectionists. We might be called nuts. We might call a lot of things. But we're very specific on how we want things put down, how we place things. If I have something in my toolbox or out when I'm working on my stuff, uh, medical equipment, I have my tools lined up all in a way to where I can reach over and find it exactly where it is. And I put it back where I got it exactly where I got it so that I can find it again. Some of the fellows at work tell me I look like I'm getting ready to do surgery. And in this particular case, when you're working on sophisticated equipment or you're a surgeon and you're doing that, because when you're in surgery, they line everything up really precisely. And they're not even OCD. But anyhow, so when you're lining up real precisely, they sometimes move a screwdriver or something and then stand back and watch. I think I told uh, that story in a previous episode. Yeah, I was telling a story also about how my son, see, other people think people think different. And when I say put it back exactly where he got it, I mean in the red toolbox on the top level on the small drawer to the left in the front. When I told my son put my screwdriver back where he got it from in the garage, he just threw it in the garage and said, well, I'll put it back exactly where I got it in the garage. So exactly means different things to different people. And for us, one clearly deliberate, we have a certain place we want things. And I'm going to tell you, we keep this world running because we notice things other folks don't notice. We point out things that could go awry if not corrected. Yeah, we could get a little bent out of shape and kind of annoying to other people. But I'm convinced that if it wasn't for our one clearly deliberate folks running around here, we'd be in a world of hurt. Just this world be so disorganized, us falling apart everywhere. But yes, I want to defend my brothers and sisters out there that likes things precise, likes to be deliberate, likes to do things right. And where I'm not quite deliberate personally is what I make these podcasts. I kind of go here, there, everywhere. I got a thing in mind and then I kind of wing it. So I'm not like completely over the edge. <laughs> but cut my brothers and sisters that have OCD some slack. You're trying to do the best they can. We try to do what's right, what we want. We want to right. Yeah, we can annoy people, but people annoy people with other kind of issues. So let's just be gracious and loving to each other. Let's consider not it as a OCD as a disorder, but as one clearly deliberate person trying to do the best they can make this world a better place. How about that? Can we do that? That's what I have for you today. This is Bobby the Boomer, the Baby Boomer's buddy, saying to you, please do come back for the next episode. And until then, I'll just say goodbye and God bless.